Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulon, and you may know me on the gram as Coach Jen. Well, today, my guest, Kristen Mallon from Femgevity, is here to talk to the everyday healthy women and I guess men, men need, men need to understand about our changes that we all go through. We're, we're, Kristen's going to dive deep about women and the changes that we go through, perimenopausal, menopausal. And so, Kristen, I'm so excited for you to be on my podcast today. Thanks for joining me and the Everyday Healthy Women and Men podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So tell everybody a little bit about you and your story, because I think it's pretty amazing what you've started doing for, for us women. Yeah. So I'm a certified nurse midwife, board certified. I've been practicing for just about 20 years. And I think a lot of people have the misconception that midwives just do home births and, you know, just do births um, in birthing centers. But I actually worked in a hospital, like about 95% of midwives do doing deliveries, working in a a very high um, medical facility that had a medical school and doing births and working with women. And then as my clientele got older, their needs changed. And so my practice kind of changed and evolved with what they were experiencing and what they were going through after they had kids. And it turned into kind of more of a hormone balancing, longevity medicine type of practice. And then I partnered up with my co-founder, Michelle Wispelway, who has a very extensive background in the diagnostic lab space. And then we created Femgevity, Femgevity Health, which is a is an online telemedicine platform for women to um, get help with hormone balancing specifically between the ages of 40 to 60. Oh my God, that's incredible. Do you do any health down here in Costa Rica? (laughs) Yeah, we do actually. So outside of the US, we do what's called our health coaching program. So you still work with the nurse practitioners um, that are part of our program and um, still work with the medical protocols, but you would have to then go seek the actual blood work and treatment guidelines, you know, in whatever country you're in. But a lot of countries, everything's much less regulated. And so it's easier to get access sometimes. That is true. Because sometimes I could just walk into the the drugstore or the pharmacy and be like, hey, I need this, this, and this. And they're like, okay. And they just give it to me. I'm like, what? That's that's insane. Like I didn't get, I didn't have a script, but very good. Well, let's talk, let's dive deep because I know we don't have much time, but I really love really what we started talking about in the beginning on how that women at this age that we're going through that change, there's so much information. There is, there's just, like you said, it's TMI all of a sudden, like people don't know, they hear all these bits and pieces from 
podcasts from doctors, from experts, from influencers, from Oprah Magazine, you know, all these places. And I think, honestly, it gets so overwhelming. And can you elaborate on that part of your business? And we'll dive deep on the other parts of your business as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, at Femgevity, we were really looking to solve three things that we mentioned. One is that wellness and medicine aren't really married. And so we're looking to kind of merge those two things, like bringing wellness to medicine. The second thing is that the guidelines for women, there's no real roadmap. So a lot of practitioners are doing everything very differently, which leads to a lot of confusion and a lot of misinformation. When I'm looking at hormone balancing, should I do blood work? Should I do saliva? Should I do urine metabolites? Like what type of testing should I do? What type of treatment should I take? And then the last thing is really what you just brought up, which is that women feel overwhelmed and totally lost to navigate this very complicated, complex medical system and wellness system that we've kind of in this infrastructure that we've created because the wellness industry is such a large industry for making money. When women go to their OBGYNs or their internal medicine doctors, a lot of times those doctors aren't trained as well as they would necessarily want to be. And so they go with their questions, which kind of seems like a natural place to go. And then women feel like they're not always getting all of the information that they want. Sometimes it works out great and they're getting amazing information, but I think more often than not, they're feeling lost and they want that information. They want a medical professional to help them sift through all of the information. And that's really what we're doing at Femgevity is we're using medical practitioners, board certified physicians, board certified nurse practitioners. All of our nurse practitioners are menopause and hormone balancing trained for women from 40 to 60 to help them understand what's available, what's not available, what really works, what doesn't, is what this celebrity is talking about real or, you know, what's the science behind it. And so that's, that's why we started Femgevity Health. That makes sense because I think having that expertise, like you said, and then really dissecting an individual person because everybody's so different, right? What I did and I started, I was menopausal and this is what I've heard. And this is what I've understand about my own health is that I ended up having ablation in 2016 and talking to some experts that pretty much jump-started my menopause. Is that correct? Yeah, it doesn't always necessarily end up that way. And that's why women are so complex and so unique and really need, I think that medical piece, that medicine piece to help them understand all of the different components of, of what they're going through. Because, you know, women were storytellers. And so a lot of times we get together, we tell stories, we tell stories about our birth, we tell stories about our menopause, we tell stories about our hormone changes. And then those stories stick and then they kind of become folklore and they kind of become their own truths in their own ways. And that's where the, that's where kind of like getting the information from a medical practitioner can like be super, super helpful. Yeah. Like they can some, we can sometimes be the best guides because all women are coming with different folklore, different information, different stories, different stories about their moms, sisters, aunts. And then we're also helping them kind of like sift through what's really true and meeting them where they're at because all women want to experience their forties, fifties and sixties differently. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. And we're here to support women through, through all of those choices. You know, whether it's using hormones or bioidenticals or nutraceuticals or supplements or diet, lifestyle changes, gut microbiome balancing. I mean, there's so many different ways to approach 
the changes that happen in 40s, 50s, and 60s, that that's why it's, that's why I think we need, what we're doing is it, we, women need guides, they need support, they need help. And in a time when like, it's very, like every influencer and every, you know, celebrity becomes a guru, it's hard to know, well, who are the real, <laughs> who are the real experts, as you say? So I remember I was having some crazy, crazy hot flashes during the Ironman World Championship. And I would get during my training of the Ironman World Championship and I just chalked it up as, oh, it's my heavy training. It's, you know, and so I remember waking up and my ex was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm drenched. Like I get hot, then I get cold. And once again, I just chalked it up. So then I go to my OB Jen, who I absolutely adored. And he was like, well, let's, you know, yeah, you're probably going through the change. Let's put you on some, uh, the birth control pill. Or, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like I'm not doing that. Like I just, and I just sort of sucked it up, you know, because I just, I knew how my body reacted to the birth control pill. And I was like, no, I'm 45 years old. I don't need to go. I don't need to do that. Because we expect OBGYNs to really cover so much. Like, I don't think it's fair to my colleagues. You know, I'm, I'm a certified nurse midwife. So I really kind of just handle women's wellness, pregnancy, childbirth, right? And, but my colleagues, my peers that are OBGYNs, they have to do all of gynecology, yeah. fibroids, cysts, endometriosis, ablations. They're doing all the surgeries related to gynecology and childbirth and pregnancy and postpartum. And then to expect that we add menopause on top of that is like, of course, it's falling through the cracks in the medical system because sure. OBGYNs are fantastic. They're, I think that they're doing more than any any human really can already. A lot of times women will go to their OBGYN and there's not a lot of options in the wheelhouse because it's not their specialty. It's not what they're focusing on. And it has the doctors are usually phenomenal, amazing, wonderful, brilliant human beings. And they are offered, like a lot of times what we see is birth control, like what happened to you or uh, estrogen patch. And there's like, you know, maybe a hundred tools in the toolbox. And so just two is, is can work because that can work for some women and birth control can work really well for some women and an estrogen patch can work really well for some women, but there's so many other options. And I think women want that walk me through, tell me what's up. Well, I'm not interested in that, but I'm interested in this. I like to do things this way. And I always say like, we're experts in women's health. Like I'm an expert in perimenopause, menopause, childbirth, birth, pregnancy, postpartum, but you're an expert in your own body. So we're going to merge our expertise and we're going to come up with a solution that's tailored, unique, customized to just you. And that's, I think what women want and women need and women deserve. And it's really exciting to be able to offer that to women. 100%. I'm out of respect for many friends that are OB-GYNs. And I, like I said, I adored my doctor. He's retired now, but same thing. Like I, as an athlete, as a 15 time Ironman triathlete, I knew my body and I knew how it reacted to that birth control pill. So I knew in my heart of hearts that I was like, no, that's not what I need right now. Let me get through the race and then we'll figure something out, you know? And, and it, I mean, it was a, we just talked things through things and I just, and to be honest with you, I just sort of sucked it up, you know, and cause I didn't know what else to do. And now, now like us talking about and what, and you said like comparing the wellness and medicine, can you talk a little bit about that as well? And I think we sort of did, but 
Yeah, I think that there's such a great opportunity in the field of medicine and wellness right now to marry these two together. And, you know, a friend of mine just took her daughter to the orthopedist to get a cast off because, you know, she broke her wrist. And when the cast came off, she was like, okay, great. The cast is off. Like come back in six months and we'll check. And then my friend was like, well, is there any diet recommendations or like, how should I go about doing bone building or building up the, you know, uh, bone mass for her? She's eight. And, you know, the, the orthopedist like really just focuses on bones And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a perfect example of like what we're doing is that like it's time that wellness came into that visit too. And that's what we're doing at Femgevity with menopause specifically is we're not just using hormones or HRT or bioidenticals. We're also using everything wellness has to offer from like diet, lifestyle changes, CGM, continuous glucose monitors, more information, more data. We're we're using urine urine metabolite testing at home everything. And then something else that you brought up, which I think is so like, I just like love, which is you were like, I tried birth control and it didn't work for me. And like, I think that's so like brave and wonderful that one, you were able to like troubleshoot, right? You were able to be like, let me try this. Let me try that. And then also to have the confidence to be like, well, that didn't really work for me. I need something else. I need to kind of find a different solution. And that is I think what's really great about what we do is like we give we give a lot of different options and we're not going to just be like, well, that didn't work too bad. OK, that didn't work. Let's try. Let's try a let's try B. Let's try C on down as long as a woman kind of wants to continue to search for solutions. And it's also coming to the future of medicine, which is really precision based medicine, which is bridging or merging genomics and genetic testing and DNA mapping with treatments, which, which is another part of what we do. You know, genomics is really, I don't even think it's an infant. I still think it's in its embryological <laughs> developmental what, stage. So can you elaborate? I don't even know what genomics is. Yeah. So genomics is really using genetics to understand, okay, someone, so I'm going to do a genetic panel. I'll run your genome on Jen. And, you know, 20 years ago, a genome to run, it was like in the hundreds of millions of dollars to run. And then it became hundreds and then it was $200,000 to run. And then it was $10,000 to run. And now it costs about $500 to run full genome sequencing on someone. Now, what the information means, we don't have that yet. We don't, we have a few genes here and there that we understand really well, like the MTHFR gene, which is a gene about methylation, which is how most biological clock tests are run now. They're run on methylation tests. There's a COMT gene. There's a um, a, uh, MTR gene, FTO gene. These are genes that we kind of now are starting to understand a lot more about them, a lot more what they mean in terms of how women metabolize fat glycogen, glucose, weight loss, how they metabolize certain vitamins. And so that's another really big piece of medicine that's coming in the future, which is using genomics, using genetic information to be like, okay, well, Jen has these genetic markers, which means hmm, ethanol estradiol or norethindrone, which is the type of hormone that's in birth control is not going to work for her. And if she wants hormones, she might do better with a bioidentical. She might do better with a progesterone or she might do better with micronized or something that's in the estradiol or estrone category. And so that information is, is starting to come out. You know, we're, we're in the very early stages of that, but I'm really excited about what that means for the future of 
medicine and then also what that means for the marrying of wellness with medicine. It, it, I think it's going to be quite quite a big um, way we treat people in the future. It's pretty largely used. Or it's a pretty big deal in mental health. So if anyone doesn't know this, there are a lot of genetic tests that will run in the several hundreds of genes to find out how women metabolize certain selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors or certain um, antidepressant, anti-anxiety, antipsychotic sedatives medications. So that that technology is pretty far along. Um, and so you can get a test done now. They Again, $500-ish is the cost. Usually some, sometimes insurance covers, sometimes it doesn't. But you can get that information and you can say, okay, well, Paxil, I'm a really poor metabolizer of Paxil, but Zoloft, I'm a much better metabolizer of Zoloft or Lexapro is really going to be the, the best medication where I'm going to be able to take the lowest dose and have the highest therapeutic effect. And that's already starting to happen in the field of, of mental health. Well, and that's, and that was one of the questions that I saw on Podmatch that you, 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 you said, how does menopause affects, affect mental health and what strategies can women use to cope with mood changes and anxiety? And I thought to myself, oh my God, right? Because just from my experience, I just, once again, I just chalked it up that I was just going through heavy training. And I, and I didn't think about that. I was going through the change. I was 45 years old, but then talking to my mom, she was 45. So can you talk a little bit about the menopause affecting the mental health and how, you know, I think this is huge. I think this is a huge, huge right? Piece. Yeah. So what happens is by the time we're 40, and this, these are averages, you know, some, the average age of menopause for women is 51 to 52. Some women experience menopause at 57. Some women experience menopause at 40. So I am just talking broad averages, and I do re- respect and recognize that every woman is very unique. But when a woman is 40, she's lost about 80% of the progesterone that she had in her 20s because women's hormones start to kind of go down in the 30s. They start to kind of decline. So they're on an incline up until the 20s. And then in the 30s, they start to decline. And we're not talking about just estrogen. So women don't really have estrogen. They do. But estrogen is a, is a, is a large kind of umbrella term for more specific types of estrogen, like estrone, estradiol, estriol. So these estrogens, progesterone, DHEA, testosterone, which is really important for female athletes, these hormones start to kind of decline oxytocin as women get into their 30s and then 40s. So progesterone is usually one of the first hormones to to go down, which is why we actually see estrogen dominance in the 40s and 50s where progesterone's down, estrogen stays the same. And then we get things like fibroids, we get things like endometrial overgrowth, endometriosis, painful, heavier periods because the estrogen remains the same, but the progesterone is going down. Yeah. And so that's a really common thing we see in the forties. Actually 80% of women have fibroids or have one fibroid, um, whether it's small or undetected, or they're not aware of it. It's a very, very common finding. So as progesterone starts to go down in their thirties and forties, progesterone interacts with GABA, which is a neurotransmitter, which has to do with CNS or central nervous system suppression. So 
GABA is really important to calm the nervous system down. And when you don't have proge- as much progesterone, you're having more excitation of the nervous system. And a lot of times that leads to different manifestations for different women. Sometimes it leads to just straight up anxiety. Women feel more anxious. They'll feel palpitations. They'll feel like they don't really know why, but they're having thoughts of, um, you know, uh, dark thoughts or thoughts of, you know, random anxiety provoking events or like things that definitely have no chance of happening, but they start to kind of have more worries. They can also have that manifested in sleep or sleep changes. Like they'll start to get less sleep. They'll start to get less deep sleep, less REM sleep. And then that can affect how they have mood stabilization into the next day. And this starts to happen right around 38 to 42 for most women. And then they don't do anything about it. They ignore it because they just kind of chalk it up to like, that's just the normal part of my forties. I have kids, I have little kids, I'm not sleeping as well. And it really is a hormonal change that leads to anxiety, depression, insomnia, mood stable, mood, mood instability. Like I'm just like blown away and, and I don't have, right. Like, and I don't have kids, so I don't sit there and be like, oh, my kids are, I'm exhausted. But my clients that I talk to, a lot of them, you know, I hear it. I hear it. I hear them talking like, oh, I'm tired. I have this, I have this. And all of them are, you know, 40 and up. And some have kids, some don't have kids. They have the heavy periods. They're like, what's going on my, what's going on with my body? It's just all these thought processes going through your head and you're trying to navigate it. And we, some, we just don't understand it. Yeah. And then I think a lot of times women, you know, might even start to understand, you know, now it's, it's becoming more and more knowledge. Women are starting to pick it up, like as the collective consciousness, you know, we all kind of have this awareness that like, okay, my hormones are changing. Maybe I need progesterone. People start talking about things like wild yam topical creams. And they, they talk about progesterone oils, but they don't know what they should take how they should take it, when they should take it, if they should take it, how they get tested to see like what their hormone levels are. Like all of that is very overwhelming. And, you know, is there a natural way? Are there things that they can eat naturally or can they change their diet somehow to like support estrogen? Maybe they want to do Chinese herbs. Maybe they want to do something that has to do a little bit more with supplements. So most women don't, they aren't aware. They they don't know that, oh, the progesterone is going down and that's why they're maybe having these feelings or not. I mean, it's not always like a hundred percent causation and correlation. But, and then I think the the small percent of women who kind of understand then are like, well, well, what do I do? Where do I go? What dose, what time in my cycle? Like how do I prevent estrogen dominance in my forties and how do I prevent the formation of, of fibroids and endometriosis as my progesterone goes down and my estrogen stays the same. So yeah. there's so much, there's so much so here. So much. We want to bring to women and share with them. Right. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, I might have to hire y'all. And when I go back to the States, I go get blood work or whatever. And, you know, and just, I mean, once again, I am menopausal. I know that, but I also know there's things that are happening in my body that another question that you had was talking about the sexual function with women in menopause. And I'm sure that does that change intimacy and sexual health? Yeah, absolutely. So sexual health and sexual function. So I think that I'm, I'm really excited that we're moving to a more sex positive conversation and communication. I think in, um, you know, what I see on social media and what I see kind of like out in public, but there's so much more that we can educate women about, especially in this time of their lives, because as progesterone goes down, 
progesterone is very high up in the sex steroid hormone cascade. And so in order for women to have the same intensity and quality of orgasms that they had in the past, they need to maintain that progesterone level or support that progesterone level, which then will support testosterone levels. And so women actually have three times more testosterone than estrogen. And I think it's often a forgotten hormone that, you know, doesn't have to be like, oh, you just take replacement and that's how we're going to solve this issue. But that's a really big thing that women start to have sexual changes. They ha- they start to notice maybe vaginal dryness or they have pain when they have intimacy or they have lower libido, loss of libido completely, loss of fantasy. They don't have any even sexual thoughts, no sexual dreams. They have um, less orgasms, not as intense orgasms or no orgasms at all. And And there's something that can be done. There's so much that can be done for women. And, and we really just, we really, like FM Jevity Health, we really want to get the message out that like, you don't have to just accept this. And, and I always use the analogy of like, if you, if you stopped laughing, you know, if things stopped being funny, you would think of, you would be like, okay, I'm depressed. I want to get help sometimes, you know, or you wouldn't just take it like, oh, I'll never laugh again. So sex, I feel like should be like that level of joy, hopefully in someone's life, or it could be, it's the opportunity to have that level of joy that we don't want to let that go. Don't, don't have to give that up. And, and we, I want to dispel the myth that, okay, menopause, you get to menopause. And then that means your sexual life kind of goes down, 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 but it absolutely doesn't have to be that. And a lot of women have like a rebirth and a reawakening and a, and a new phase of their sexual chapter when they get to this time. Yes. Yes. I've, I've recognized that in myself. So we're just going to end it there. (laughs) That's so great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Want to just let women know there's so many things that can be done and, and, and to do that have so many, there's so many tools, just as many tools as there are for menopause. There's just as many tools for sexual health and wellness and sexual wealth. I like that word, sexual sexual wealth. Sexual wealth. So here, Femgevity is, I guess I should just ask, where can people find you and people reach out to you to hire you and your crew? Yeah, so we are at femgevityhealth.com. We're on all social channels, so Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, just at femgevity. F-E-M-J-G-E-V-I-T-Y. And um, we do an Instagram live almost every single Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. So sometimes women can send us questions ahead of time. Like if they don't want to post questions in the chat, um, they can always DM us or they can also email us if it's a more personal question that they want us to answer and get into on the live. We answer all of the questions that we get throughout the week on the live. And a lot of times we have topics that we cover. So that's really the the best place to reach out to us. We are, um, we can work with women in the United States, prescribe and order labs. We do a lot of functional medicine testing to everything's shipped to the home. So it's done pretty, it's all remote. So everything's done really easily in the convenience of, of your home. And then, um, if you do live abroad or you do live in a state that we don't service, then we could do it. Like how I mentioned in the beginning that somebody could, um, it's more of a health coaching. So it'd be like, okay, that's what you're experiencing. This is what your health history implies. This is the labs that we would recommend you get. And then here are the different treatment options based on where you are, what you're feeling, how, how you kind of your experience with medicine, with healthcare, and then moving forward from there. 
Yeah, I I really am interested in reaching out to you personally, and I and I'm excited to figure that out when I get back to the states for to visit or whatever. But uh, but Kristen, thank you so much for this. This was absolutely incredible, and it, it's it's like you've given me an extra like bounce in my step for my podcast, and it's thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was, I just love sharing this information with women. So thank you giving me for giving me the opportunity and men too. We have a lot of partners that are inquiring about these types of things because they want their women to flourish and be happy too. 100%. And I, and I, and y'all, I will put all of that information about Kristen and Femgevity in the show notes. So do not worry about trying to type it out while you're driving. Please don't do that. But I guess I do have to ask you my final question. For people, maybe specifically women, that are going through a change, whether that change could be menopause, uh, perimenopausal, whether they lost a spouse, a parent, going through a divorce, what piece of advice would you give them for them to flourish into their own beautiful butterfly? Yeah, I I always, about change specifically, because I love that word. I think change is so tied to transformation. And I I do think menopause in and of itself is a transformation. It's an upgrade. It's a butterfly moment. Making a friend of change is helpful and not pushing against change, but embracing it because change is one of the only constant things we have. And so I think in a time when we look for consistency a lot, change is a constant. And so if you make a friend of change, you have a constant friend, you have a constant companion. And for me personally, like when I'm experiencing change, I really move in, I try to move into the river of insistence as a form of resistance. So the more I insist on something that it has to be a certain way or something's going to go wrong, the more I find I'm met with resistance. And so I, I remember to relax my grip, go with the flow and step into the river of, of, of universal energy or vibration to kind of just let, let, let things come where they may, because if I try to swim up river, it's going to be a lot easier if I'm trying to get to the other side and I try to force my way to the other side versus just kind of floating gently to the other side. And it's not quite the path that I thought I was going to take to get there. I do usually end up on the other side. That's beautiful. Well, with that said, I think we're going to do our own little mic drops, right? Because that's a great way to end it. So once again, Kristen, thank you so much for joining the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Y'all know what to do. If you are loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, give us give us re- reviews, comments, give us stars, because that's the only way that we could truly grow in the podcast space. With that said, what do I say? Pure Vita, y'all. Ciao.